Welcome everyone. Welcome to our 5 p.m. service. Yes, we are live. We are here at the center right now. We're actually continuing our Gospel Explained series. And we are already at our week 9. Imagine that. For 9 weeks, we have been studying the Word of God. We've been studying Romans. And we have been studying how Paul is unpacking what it is to really understand the gospel. You know, a lot of us might be saying, a gospel? Alam ko na yan. I've heard that. It's been shared to me. But it's very important for us to slowly unpack it. Why? So that we will be able to live out the right gospel. You know, last week, I shared uh, the word last week, and I, one of the things or one of the main points that I shared was this, that God chose you. God chose you and that's why He has forgiven you. God chose you because He loves you so much. He has actually forgiven you for the things that you have done in the past. And so He has given us a clean slate, the Bible says. He has made your sins as far as the East Avenue is from the West Avenue. It's very far from each other. But the question some of us are still thinking about today, you may be a new believer or you may be a believer for decades now. The question that we ask is, Lord, bakit ganon? I've been reading my Bible. I've been faithful. Alam mo, Lord, I actually attend all the services, the online services. I make time to have my devo devotion. I attend the victory group. But why is it that there's this one sin that I feel like I don't have power to overcome? Why is it that there's this one sin that I can't break free from? Why is it that there's this one sin that always pops out when there's a new season in my life? Why is it there's just one sin that I can't, I can't get free of? Lord, you've forgiven me for that. But why is it still there? Why is it still bothering me? You know, this is a concern of the church before, during the time of Paul. But it is, I believe, a church uh, I believe we are still going through today. You know, this pandemic actually allowed us to see, no, yung old sinfulness natin. Some of you, and I myself, no, I realized when I was locked in, there were uh, hints of the old me. Parang, uy, bakit ganun? Ang damot ko pala. Bakit ganun? Nagpapanik ako. Parang ayoko mag-share. Because I, I might lose what I have. But you know what? This pandemic not only has brought out the old sinfulness of our past, but it actually birthed new ones. Parang, you know, I believe God wants to encourage you today as we unpack Romans chapter 6. And Paul actually starts with this. Romans chapter 6 verse 1, he says, Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? And that is the question. And so, if God is merciful, if God is loving, if God has forgiven me of all my sins, you know, God chose you even at your worst, the Bible says. And so, He will just forgive me. You know, some of us might think that way. We would rationalize it and say, Baka naman, I need to live out my life with this one thing. Baka naman, it's there forever that I can no longer overcome. Maybe the gospel is telling me that what is important is really a place for me in heaven with Jesus. But you know what? The gospel is more than that. And I believe that as we go through the next verses, as we go through 1 to 12 today, I believe God will set captives free. I believe God will allow us to see what it really means. Verse 2, it says, Of course not! It was a very straight answer of Paul. Sabi ni Paul, no? Hello? Why would you think that way? 
You know, I've been married for 11 years. We celebrated our anniversary yesterday. And one of the things that I came to a conclusion with when I was um, having uh, our date, no, nag-date kami ni Pam sa bahay, nag-take out lang kami. You know, I realized my wife has grown to be more patient. My wife has grown to be more understanding and loving for the past 11 years. But do I actually abuse that? Do I say to myself, Nako, si Pam, sobrang loving ngayon, and so I can do wrong things? Because why? She will forgive me. You know, we do not respond that way. As people of God, we actually want to be better ourselves. We want to actually respond in love. Why? Because we have received so much. And that's why Paul is saying, of course not. You should not continue the life of sin. He says, since we have died to sin, and how can we continue to live in sin? What Paul is saying is that the issue that you went through before, remember I saved you, sabi ni Lord sayo? The issue that almost broke your marriage, the issue that almost uh, made you bankrupt because of casino, that issue of being in, uh, unfaithful to your wife, you remember, it was not worth it. You remember, you went to me. And so God is saying, why would you want to continue to do live life like that? Sobrang excited ko, no? I'm eating my words. And so, allow me to <laughs> unpack no, this word of God today. You know, Paul wants us to know a lot of things today. He starts with verse 3. It says in the ESV version, Do you not know? What does that mean? It's very important for us to know. Why? Because knowing is half the battle. If you remember that, Cartoons, type in your chat box what that is. Knowing is half the battle. If we don't know what it is, we won't be able to respond right. And so for Paul, he starts with, we need to know. You know, there are three people that are tuned in right now. One is, they think they know. The other is, they really don't know. And the other one is, they have forgotten. We all are part of these three segments. And I believe this word is timely for you. Say that with me, wherever you are. You may lie down in your couch. You may actually cooking dinner right now. Just say that. This word is for me today. As we continue, it says, You need to know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized in His death. What does that mean? Paul was actually just saying that we are already dead to sin and alive in Christ. We're actually going to talk about this for the next few minutes. What does it really mean to be dead to sin and alive in Christ? We need to know this as people of God because it will determine how we live our lives. So what does it mean? Verse 4, he says, For we died and we were buried. You know, a person who is dead needs to be buried. You can't be buried if you are alive. And what do we see in, when something is dead? That may be a plant. That may be a person. That may be a, whatever that is. What do we see? You know, it's lifeless. It does not respond. When you talk to it, it won't respond. Why? It's dead already. And that's why Paul was saying that we need to bury the dead. It's not responding anymore. You know, going through this... Um, studying this preaching all throughout this week, I actually was praying, Lord, how do I actually preach this? And God reminded me of my old self. 
that I would say to you that my dead self, the dead Francis, the dead to sin. You know, I went back memory lane and this is what I realized. Lord, buti na lang, patay na yun. <laughs> wow! I couldn't imagine living that life until today. Grabe. It gives me the goosebumps, no? And I'm thankful for it because those things that I never want to remember, those things that haunted me in my lives are already dead. The Bible says it was buried. Buried. It says buried with Christ by baptism. Paul now actually talks about baptism. What is baptism? It's actually immersion, diba? When When John the Baptist baptized Jesus, you would actually rise. But the baptism that uh, Paul was talking about was the life of Jesus and the death of Jesus and that he actually rose again. I remember when I was in Macau, Camila Tim and our team went to Macau for 10 days. We were able and privileged to uh, witness and actually baptize the new people who were part of uh, Victory Macau. And one of them, I still remember his name, his name is Jiggy. Big guy. He's, uh, I think, around 6'1". And guess what? We were actually baptizing him in a bathtub in our hotel. <laughs> and so when Jiggy went in and said, Nako, Pastor, paano to? Baka hindi ako malubog. Ang liit, nakalabas tuhod ko. Baka may maiwan. May maiwan na kasalanan kasi hindi na hugas. You know, ba- water baptism is an internal reality of what Christ has done. It's a public declaration, but when we receive and accept and know the story of Christ, what we're saying is that we identify with Him. We are part of Him. And that's why when He was submerged, when He was baptized, He was actually once again raised from the dead. It says, and just Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father. Now we also may live new lives. Very important to know today, what does it mean to be dead to sin and alive in Christ? It's this, that God has given us new life. We have new life in Jesus. Say that with me wherever you are. New life in Christ. Why is that very important? You know, a lot of people, when they go to God, when they accept God, the invitation of God, what would they do? They would want the forgiveness. Lord, forgive me. Ayoko na nitong kasalanan to. Free me from this. And so they would receive Christ, just like an altar call. But what happens? They just want the forgiveness, but they continue with the old life. They just want the forgiveness of God, but they don't embrace the new life. One of the stories that I've always shared is one of our victory weekends where there was this girl in Green Hills, way back, who actually was excited to get baptized. But at the same time, as soon as she was uh, submerged, no? nilublub na siya sa tubig, ano mangyari? We would raise her. You know, we would tell them, you know, let, this is a celebration, so you have to actually sh- declare, shout, freedom, I'm free. And everyone was celebrating, but this one particular woman, as soon as she was actually raised, a picture of being raised with Christ, she actually cried cried and you would see in her face that it was not a cry uh, it was not tears of joy but there was sadness there was sorrow and there was she was going through a hard time we were concerned and so one of the victory group leaders her victory group leader actually talked to her 
ministered to her. And we learned this. She was so sad. She was crying. You know why? You want to know why? Thank you for the three people that said why. It's because she knew that as soon as she was raised from that water, it was also a signal to start a new life. It was for her to decide to leave the relationship that she was in. It was a wrong relationship that she had to leave. It was a wrong relationship that she had to break free from. You know what? Only through a new life that comes from Jesus that we can live lives away from our pasts. Amen? Not only that. Verse 6, it says, We now, yan, mali ko, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin, get this, Paul says, lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Sin might lose its power in our lives. You know, to be slaves is to be powerless. To be slaves is to be overpowered by the master. And so the question is, who is the master? In our past, it was sin. But you know what? Jesus turned off that switch. Jesus killed the power that no matter how high the voltage of sin there is, that how much how you are controlled by sin, you know what? God killed that power. He turned it off. One of the things that I've experienced during this pandemic was actually to change the battery of our car. And so what happened, uh, months before the pandemic, we were able to uh, engine wash no, our car. And so it's really clean. Sobrang linis yung loob. And so sabi namin, no, when hindi na mag-start, sabi ko, baka hindi yung battery. I popped the hood and I saw it was very clean. It was, it, it actually, I felt like it was new. But you know when I called Motolite and when they got there, this is what he said, Sir, patay na po yung battery nyo. Kailangan na natin palitan. So hindi na yan pwedeng, ano, i-jump start. Mag- Sir, wala na. It's dead. You know, it has no power. It actually won't allow your car to move forward. It actually won't allow your car to turn on the air. It won't allow you to do anything. Why? Because it's dead. The battery is dead. Why am I saying this? You know, the battery actually looks like it had power. But the reality is, it didn't have any. It's just that baggage that it's there. It's useless already. And so what am I saying? You know what? Sin has lost its power. And this is a very powerful moment. If you're at home, if you're with someone, say this with me. Sin has lost its power over my life. I want you to declare that once again. Sin has lost its power in my life. You know, when you compare the two batteries, the new one and the old one, it was the same model. You know, you would look at it and you feel like, oh, pareos may power to. But you know what? God has turned off the power of the enemy. God removed the power from them. Why is that very important? I want to show you a picture of the cross. You see that? You know, this cross actually has sins that are nailed on the cross. And this is what Christ did. If you are able to read those sins, whatever has been a struggle in your life, you know, the enemy is actually sharing to you that it's not actually crucified. As if it, is, it still has power. But really, it does not. There is no power in those sins anymore. Why? 
It's been nailed on the cross. It's stuck there. It's been buried. It's been wiped out clean. Sin has no more power in your life. Again, sin has no more power in your life. You know, when it tells you to do things and you listen to it, it actually doesn't have any power. The question is, are you still listening to that voice? As you continue, verse 7, it says, For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Not only is sin powerless, what else? Because walang siyang power, Paul says, we are set free. You know, slaves, when they are free, they can do anything they want. But some of you might say, alam mo bro, di mo kasi siguro alam kung anong pinagdadaan ako. Ang hirap labanan. Sabi ni, you know, the devil made me do it. Hello, why are you doing it? It has no power over you. You know, I learned this, no? just like what I've been preaching today. We need to know this. Why? Because if we don't know, we don't know what to do. Best example, and I love sharing this testimony because this is my personal testimony. You know, I've been a believer for quite some time. But there was this one sin. I was talking about a while ago. There's this one sin that actually I kept it from everyone. Wala naman nakakita eh. I actually did it while nobody's there so that nobody will get hurt. Ako lang naman. Lord, bigay mo na sa akin to. Okay lang naman siguro, di ba? That's how I rationalized it. I was actually addicted to smoking. I smoked a lot, as in sobra. I smoked three packs a day of the tens, no? And I was so consumed by it, but that even though I wanted to quit, I couldn't. I would always say, Ayoko na! Tatapong ko yung kaha sa uh, yung gutter ng bahay. Pagtayoko na! Masama to! It's gonna kill me! Ganun ako mag-isip. Tapos afternoon, Asan yung hagdan? Kukunin ko. Tapos You know, I was addicted to it. I could not get free from it, even though it was not good for me. Imagine that. But you know, when I learned that there's freedom in Christ, I learned that it is not by my might that I can win this battle from this addiction, but only through Christ. When I learned that it was Christ's battle for me, when I learned that I needed to be still, when I learned that I needed to surrender it to God, you know what happened? Miraculously, when I prayed to God the next day, there's no craving. I automatically stopped. I was not, I didn't experience being a cold turkey, a hot turkey, a liempo, whatever. I was free from it. And guess what? I actually, the next day, I actually developed an allergy when I smell smoke. Imagine that. From being in bondage to smoking to being free. You know, sin has no more power in our lives. We need to know this. Sin has no more power and you have been set free. We have been set free by Christ. You know, the problem is some of you have been set free but you feel like you're still in that cage. Some of you are fre- set free already but you feel like hindi naman talaga eh. You know what? God is reminding you today. You need to know this that you have been set free. And so if the enemy is telling you, turn off that preaching now, mag-yosi ka na, bumalik ka na, wag mo na pakinggan yan. You know what? That's a lie. You know, whenever you hear these words, hindi na ako magbabago. 
Baka ito na lang talaga ako. Baka I need to carry this sin. Baka I just need to hide it forever. You know what? That's a lie. And it's not you talking. It's the enemy deceiving you and lying to you. Why? Talo na siya eh. And that's why it's very important. No? If you can actually save, no? one of the powerful verses that I hold on to is this, found in James. Practical faith. James 4, verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. We go back to God and say, Lord, just like my story and how I, got, uh, I broke free from that addiction. And the important part is this, resist the devil. Resist the devil. Devil. <laughs> Oh my Lord, forgive me. <laughs> Resist the devil. Grabe, live to. Thank you, Lord. Ayan going back to the spirit. Grabe talaga, no? dinidistract tayo ng kalaban. His name is devil, hindi devil. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Isn't that encouraging? That we can actually live our lives away from the enemy. Resist him, and he will flee you. He has no power. Alam niyo, marami akong kasama dito. No? Less than 10 kami, pero pinagtatawadan po nila ako ngayon. As we continue, verse 9. And Paul gives us a proof of why we need to know this. And what is the most important part that we need to know. Verse 9. He says, We are sure of this. Because Christ was raised from the dead, and he will never die again. That's very important. He did it once. Death has no longer, death no longer has any power over him. Verse 10. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. You know, Jesus dying on the cross was more than enough. He doesn't need to die and die again. He just needs to defeat it one time. You know what? We are partakers of that victory. It says, but now he lives, we live for the glory of God. He lives for the glory of God. This is a very important part that we need to know. Paul says we need to know this, that Jesus has won the victory. It's very important that he has not only did it to forgive you, but to give you a free new life and to free you from sin. And he turned off the power of sin. John 8, verse 36 says, So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. I'm going to say this, and I hope you get this. You know, the enemy, yung kalaban natin, is one of the great deceivers. And even though talo na siya, sore loser yan. So he will do his best to distract you, to get you off your game, so that you will also lose in life. But you know what? God has already won the victory. Flee. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen? It's the devil. Okay? It's not devil. Alright. As we continue, verse 11, Paul says, not only do we need to know, he starts with this, so you should also consider yourselves to be. What does that mean? Consider yourselves to be. It's not only knowing but also believing. Why? Because to know is to have it here in your mind. But to believe is to have it here in your heart. The Bible says, we need to consider ourselves as if we are already victorious. Why? Because that is the reality. To consider yourselves that we are no longer 
in the power of sin. We have changed power. Who is the master of your life now? It's not sin anymore. It's Jesus. You know, I remember the story of um, uh, a Christian, no? And he actually went in a one-way street. Sabi niya, nako, pandemic naman. Wala namang nakakita. Wala, wala naman. Tsaka, ano naman eh, kahit one-way. Wala naman, tra- ano naman, harmony, walang tao. Pagpasok na pagpasok niya. Ayun na, may lumabas na traffic enforcer. Sabi sa kanya, ah, sir, bawal po. Eh, nakita niya, may baller nakalagay, WWJD. Ano ibig sabihin nun? What would Jesus do? And so sabi, ay, Christian, sabi niya, brother, yeah. Mag- brother, buti na lang, ikaw yung nakahuli sa akin. Alam mo, hindi ko talaga alam eh, kasi akala ko wala lang, no? Pero alam ko, mali ako. Sabi, di ba, sa Beatitudes, yun, sabi nung nahuli, Christian na Christian, sabi niya, di ba, sabi sa Beatitudes, blessed are the merciful, so that you will also receive mercy. So sabi nung traffic enforcer, tumatawa. Tapos, binigyan siya ng ticket. Do you want to know what the traffic enforcer said to this Christian? You guys want to know? If you want to know, just type it. I want to know. I'm gonna tell you. This is what he said. Kapatid, the Bible also says, sin no more. You know, the Bible will tell us that we can live our lives free from sin. Yes, sin is there in front of us. Yes, we are not perfect. Yes, we will sometimes fall down. Yes, we will. We're not perfect until we meet Christ. No? But you know what? We can actually live our lives. Stop sinning. We can actually have that choice not to continue to sin. Why? Because it has no power over us anymore. We are already free from sin. Verse 12. And before I read this verse, and this is our last text, you know, not only is Paul saying that we need to know that we are already dead to sin and alive in Christ, he says we need to believe that we are dead to sin and alive in Christ. And that's why, just like my story a while ago, verse 12 actually summarizes this. We need to live it out. Do not let sin control the way you live, the Bible says. Do not give in to sinful desires. So the question is, what are we doing with our lives? Are we accepting defeat? Or are we believing and declaring that we have won the battle over sin? The Bible says, we are already a new creation. The question is, how do we respond? How do we live it out? I like this um, verse, and I always share this to the guys. And I'm talking to the guys, the single or married guys. You know, I know, you may not say it, you may not share it, but there is always that temptation in the battle of purity. And I want you to keep this verse in heart. I want you to keep this Bible verse near you so that you can declare it when you are in that situation where you, when there is temptation coming near you. It says, Psalms 119 verse 9, How can a young person keep his life pure? He can do it by holding on to your word. We can actually live our lives pure when we hold on to the word of God when we continue to meditate on the Word of God. You know, I just need to get my Bible. 
uh, to just make a point. I'll be back in your screen, okay? And I'm back. You know, D.L. Moody said this, you know, this Bible will actually stop you from sinning. I'm going to say that again. You know, this Bible will stop you from sinning. But you know what? The reality is, sin will also stop you to read this Bible. We need to live our lives in meditating in the Word because this Word of God is a lamp to our feet that guides us. It directs us. It allows us to be free from temptation. The Bible says, God will give us an escape from the trials that we will go through. You have to remember this. And I'm going to end with this, where we started. We are already, what? Dead to sin and alive in Christ. Not only do we need to remind ourselves to know, we also need to remind ourselves to believe, and we need to live it out. I'm going to say that again. We need to know that we are already dead to sin and alive in Christ. We need to believe it, that we are already dead to sin and alive in Christ. And we need to live it out, to live a life that is pleasing with the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, the new has come. I'm going to say that again. Behold, the old has passed. Wala na yun. And the new has come. That is who you are in Christ. Amen.